Mystery Minnesota is an original fiction podcast from Adventures in Creativity Productions. Call it an anthology of strange stories, mysteries of a punishing land, and the people that call it home. And these stories impacted one man's life in a way he never anticipated. Believe them or don't. But remember, these stories are told in order, so make sure and start at the beginning. Don't worry, we'll be here whenever you catch up. Welcome to Mystery Minnesota. Welcome back, friends. It's time to continue this story, and I think the best place to pick up is right where we left off. Now, I never heard from Ben again. As far as I know, he decided to move on from his encounter with old Zeke. When he faced down his childhood demons and found them not only staring back at him, but waiting in ambush, I think it cemented that old warning in his mind. I know it did for me. Man, how I wish now that old Zeke and a healthy respect for those foggy summer nights was where it all ended. I should have taken Ben's story and my brother's teasing as a sign to just drop it, to let it all be. If I had, maybe things would have turned out much differently, much better than they did. Instead, there's more to this story and unfortunately, the stretch I'm going to share from a particularly nasty northern Minnesota December Well, it's filled with sadness, pain, and loss. The kind of pain that lingers the rest of your days. But we'll get to that soon enough. see that November we got hit with a blizzard for the ages after Ben escaped or survived some might say the encounter with old Zeke denying him a chance to feed well the story goes that his storms gave him a second chance at hitting up the old buffet line of course that is if old Zeke really did exist Either way, over the span of a week, we saw the entire Northland buried under nearly five feet of hard-packed snow. Power was knocked out the second day of the storm, and two weeks later, crews from the power company still struggled to get things fixed. On top of that, the high winds from the north brought with them a good old-fashioned Alberta clipper. The temperatures plummeted, and we saw daily high temps in the negative 10 below zero range. Now you see, in the winter here in northern Minnesota, when you have no power, that means most of the time it also equates to no heat for most people. Freezing to death is a very real possibility, and of course with the snow piling up so relentlessly that no one could get out for supplies, starving to death became issue number two. Now. To add fuel to the fire, so to speak, things get a little extra desperate when a guy has to miss a week of work because he can't get out of his driveway. You can't get shoveled out, you can't get plowed out, and when you do, the roads are still covered. So 
Keeping the bills paid and food on the table in the coming weeks, once you finally can get out, that becomes an adventure at the highest stakes. Literally, life or death. This is no joke, no exaggeration. This storm, old Zeke's revenge, hell, whatever you want to call it, I don't know. What I do know is that people died. Some freezing to death after a week with no heat or power. Some after not having access to food or medicine that they desperately needed. Still others from mistakes made in desperation as they attempted to stay warm by burning wood in fireplaces long out of maintenance, chimney fires, homes burned down, you know, that kind of stuff. Now, of course, if they managed to avoid burning their house down, many of them died just from smoke inhalation as the snow outside buried homes and blocked a lot of chimneys. Now, naturally, others lived and had to find a way to claw out of financial hardship, but financial hardship can be dealt with. No heat, food, water, electricity. In freezing temps like that, you can't just recover from that. But, by and large, we made it through, and as we crawled out of the aftermath, I found my thoughts more and more consumed on old Zeke, on Ben's encounter and escape from the fog, on Mystery Minnesota, and, and even just what the hell it all meant. And again, this, this was northern Minnesota, and, and blizzards and snowstorms and harsh winters were a pretty common thing. This couldn't all be old Zeke's revenge. It, it just wasn't possible for some ancient creature to be feeding in the fog, and if he didn't get to eat, he controls the weather? I don't know. It couldn't be possible. At least that's what I told myself. I'm still not sure. But standing there, watching the sun dance across the tops of snowbanks, shadows casting deep pools of bluish black where the sun wouldn't reach, I found myself thinking once more about the note that Ben had sent me. Go talk to Roger Pitsy. He's got one hell of a sad and strange story. Maybe there'll be something there to help you find Mystery Minnesota. Thanks for listening and believing my story. All the best, Ben. Now, I don't know how Ben knew Roger exactly or why Ben had never mentioned him before this. I suppose he was just lost in his own head with all the old Zeke stuff, but... You know, it's something after all these weeks trapped indoors under this heavy blanket of snow and cold. I guess I completely understand it, but I don't know. Staring at those warm golden rays, that wash of light playing across the land, it's so cozy and inviting, so deceiving at the same time with its false warmth masking those frigid temps. It was then that I realized I'd been holding off on following up. Partly because I was just trying to survive and, and dig out of that mess that November left us in, and partly, well, I guess partly because after what Ben went through, I wasn't sure I was ready to dive back into my search for clues that may help me find Mystery Minnesota. I felt no closer than before, but I couldn't, I don't know, I couldn't shake the feeling that somehow all of this felt like it was my fault. Sven's death, Ben's narrow escape. I don't know. I, I know most think it was just an old man with dementia that wandered off and drowned. 
that, that it was just a guy under a mind dump of stress suffering through anxiety-induced mental break. But I couldn't shake the feeling deep in my gut that, you know, if, if I hadn't been digging around, asking questions about Mystery Minnesota, then maybe, just maybe, Sven wouldn't have taken his final ride. His eternal swim, I guess you could say. And Ben, maybe he wouldn't have nearly died in the fog. Maybe they all could have just let it go. Maybe that's what I should have done. Maybe I should have just let it go as well. You see, a guy never can tell when he's gone too far down the path until it's too late. And sometimes even then, there's reason enough to keep pushing through. Now I know, I know, I'm taking a lot of blame on myself here, but of course they both had their own reasons for their actions. I wasn't controlling them, but still, Ben's encounter with old Zeke rattled me as much as I didn't want to admit it, least of all to my brother. You see, like all brothers, he was a fan of any opportunity to pick on me and tease me about anything he could. And he already thought I was venturing deep into crazy town for even wasting time listening to these stories, let alone seeking them out. And when I talked to him about Ben's letter urging me to contact Roger, well, let's just say he spent a solid hour laughing at me and at the same time telling me I'm too smart to be sucked into these harebrained stories from a bunch of lunatics. I cleaned that up a little bit for you, but you get the idea. Anyways, like any brother would, he seized the opportunity to make me the butt of some big joke and, in the process, become a renewable source of entertainment whenever he felt the need. You see, all it takes is a little verbal jab here or poke there. And when I try to justify my reasons, it was simply adding fuel to the fire and his harassment only grew in intensity. The last time I saw him so riled up was when he would stir the debates about if it's a casserole or a hot dish or even that stupid never-ending debate over if it's supposed to be called Duck Duck Goose or Duck Duck Grey Duck. We all know there's only one correct answer to those questions. <laughs> Anyways, where was I? Oh, yeah, my brother and his incessant nagging and, and picking on me. He was, well, he is, I suppose, a pretty typical younger brother. Always a pest, always nagging and picking at things, stirring up drama all for his own entertainment, and always there to have your back whenever you needed him. You see, it's funny really, growing up he was both my arch rival, my nemesis, and my best sidekick and adventuring partner. Then as we got older, he was still competitive but always up for anything, as long as we were on that grand adventure together. Mm. Of course, as anyone with a younger brother will understand, he made it clear that since he, quote, knew he wouldn't talk me out of it, end quote, that he wanted in on the next one. His excuse was that he always loved hearing the crazy stories of people up here in the woods, well, because it was better than any entertainment on any show on television. Whatever his reason, he wanted in. You know, he told me once it was too bad old Sven had been taken by dementia. At least that's what he insisted happened. He would have loved to hear more of the stories from that crazy old guy. But myself, based on what Ben had shared with me, 
I tend to think his mind was sharp as ever and, and that he died to keep Ben safe from old Zeke in whatever way he could. But my brother, yeah, my brother and his reasons for wanting to tag along, I think at its core we both knew that deep down he just hated missing out on the fun that he assumed I was having without him. This was all some big game to him. But I wasn't interested in having him there on this adventure, next to me, mocking these people as I tried to get them to share their story with me, or worse yet, finding myself in a tough situation and needing to protect him if any of these stories turned violent, if they turned out to be true. You know, I wouldn't be much of a big brother if, if I was distracted myself and in trying to keep him safe. In a situation like that, we'd both end up hurt or worse. Which is why, when I finally called Roger, I made sure my brother was left clueless and out of the loop. Of course, we're so close that we can tell when the other is hiding something, so it didn't take him long to figure out that something was up, but of course he was pissed when he found out. But when I finally met Roger out at his place about 15 miles northeast of town, alone, I knew right away it was the right decision. I knew there was no way in hell that Roger would have put up with my brother's shenanigans. And I felt bad leaving him out. Of course, he's my adventure partner. Has been my whole life, but this was something I just had to do on my own. And I knew I was right after meeting him. You see, Roger wasn't the type to tolerate anyone laughing at his expense. He wouldn't tolerate foolishness and certainly wouldn't put up with anyone appearing to not take him seriously, appearing to waste his time, or showing up and not showing respect. You know, I sometimes look back at my journey, at my quest to uncover Mystery Minnesota, and I, I can't help but wonder if any of it was actually worth it. We get so obsessed with the chase and we forget to stop and ask ourselves why we're chasing it in the first place. Before I met Roger, I had never stopped to question if I should be trying to find it, or even what I was going to do if I ever did. Like I said before, if my time here on Earth in this punishing paradise of northern Minnesota allows me to, I'll try to answer that. But first, we have a lot of ground to cover before we can get there, and we have another stop to make along the way. A detour to tragedy, heartbreak, and more than a little terror. Meeting Roger and learning about his encounter with what he called Peppermint, well, it certainly placed its icy cold burning scars on me. In fact, why don't you give me a minute to get ready for this one? I'd suggest you take a moment to do the same. Get yourself prepared for what's coming. This leg of the journey is a little darker than Ben and old Zeke were. And going to meet Roger, well, I admit I was more than a little gun shy after what had happened with Ben. Truth is, I had no idea what this adventure had in store for me absolutely no idea how hard Roger's story would hit me and really how much it would leave me changed forever. Changed in ways that, well, like I said, we'll get there. I'll be right back and we'll pick up the tale. So settle in for the next chapter of my story, my search for Mystery Minnesota and my adventure with Roger Pitsy and what he calls Peppermint.
Mystery Minnesota is an Adventures in Creativity production written, produced, and performed by David Swiduck. You can find out more about the show and all of the others at AICpod.com. If you're enjoying what you hear, be sure to reach out to us on social media by following at AIC Stories on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Or, of course, you can email us via the contact form on the site. If you want to support the show and help more people discover and uncover the mysteries we're exploring, you can leave us a review or, most importantly, share Mystery Minnesota with your friends. Look, no matter where you hang out, be it Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, or Instagram, word of mouth is still the best thing you can do to help support life here in Mystery Minnesota. So don't be shy. Let people know what's up. Of course, we'd love it if you checked out all of the other storytelling fun happening with Adventures in Creativity Productions as well. So, while you're at AICpod.com, go ahead and explore all of the other content right there. You can get all of the great projects, like Faded Words and Adventures in Creativity, in one convenient place by subscribing to AIC Stories in the podcast app of your choice really is the best way to keep up with everything we have coming up for you on Adventures in Creativity Productions. But if you only want to follow the story of Mystery Minnesota, you can find us under Mystery Minnesota in your podcatcher or at anchor.fm slash mysteryminnesota. So get yourself all caught up and stick with us because there's more to the story here in Mystery Minnesota.